Starks. They are going to bring pressure again. Rogers is going to roll away. Throws it up in the air. Says a prayer. And Janice does it. He's not Did the receivers get far enough downfield? Rodgers in trouble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in it? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. A game ender for the Packers. Giants looking for a stop. They're going to air it out. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone. Come. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Man, who does that better than Aaron Rodgers? Welcome to the Rodgers Hail Mary podcast, the first official episode My mission statement is to bring you weekly bowl predictions for the Packers, the NFL, and maybe even a little college football. I am your host, Nathan Spooner, and I would like you to consider this thought. Bowl predictions, they're kind of like Hail Marys. Sometimes you just have to throw them out there and pray they come to completion. The only difference is Aaron Rodgers' Hail Marys are actually probably a little more accurate than my predictions. With this first official podcast, I would like to to remind you of a few things that uh, we can cover here real quick before we get started into some actual bold predictions. First of all, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at 12 Hail Mary, and there you'll be able to vote in some of our polls. You'll be able to interact, and we'll also be taking some bold predictions of your own and covering them in the podcast. So please uh, feel free to follow us on there and uh, be able to, you'll be able to interact with us here on the podcast. Now, here's some other things I want you to know. I kind of mentioned some of these things in uh, our first preseason podcast, episode one of that, but let's just cover them here real quick again. Again, I'm I'm not some guru on any one specific topic, okay? I don't work for the media. I don't live within a couple miles of Lambeau Field. Um, I'm not a beat writer. I'm not whatever the hottest take is right now that says that you have to be in the know. I'm not that guy. I'm just a passionate fan of the Green Bay Packers since I was nine years old. And so I just hope to share with you my passion for the Packers through this podcast. So also I want to remind you that these are going to be bold predictions. Bold predictions are supposed to be bold. They're not supposed to be boring. As I mentioned in the previous uh, uh, preseason episode one podcast, if I pick the Packers to be number six in, in the NFC and lose in the second round of the playoffs and Aaron Rodgers was to be have just a very mediocre season that would be boring that's not what we're here to do we're not here to bore you to death 
Hopefully we haven't done that in our preseason episodes. Hopefully we can kick it up a notch and really bring you some passion and excitement as you listen to these uh, bold predictions. But we want to, so that's the purpose of bold predictions, not to bore you, not to be mediocre, but to go bold. So naturally some of these are going to sound over positive or they're going to sound you know, over the top, not possible to happen, or just plain bias towards the Packers. Guess what? That's kind of my point. Okay. So now that we got that out of the way, uh, I want to talk about um, one other thing real quick from preseason episode three. We did mention that uh, my predicted record for the Packers this year would be 13 and three with a Super Bowl victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, with that in mind, though, we do want to mention that in the Twitter polls, we did cover what people had said for the Twitter polls, but we didn't, uh, for each game, I should say, but we didn't cover the overall record that Twitter said the Packers would have. So Twitter actually said, through voting by each individual game, said that the Packers would finish 14-2. and two. That was what the majority of the voters said. Packers 14 and 2, just by virtue of picking who's going to win which game throughout the schedule for the Packers. So, my 13 and 3 is not quite as bold as 14 and 2. But nonetheless, uh, so that's the outlook for the season. And if you want an outlook on ind- each individual position, go back and check out preseason episodes 1 and 2 where we cover every position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, offensive line, defensive line, linebacker, and the defensive backfields, quarterbacks, and safeties. Yes, we did skip the kickers and the punters. I know they're people too, but we just didn't have time to get to them for any real projections or predictions. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Mason Crosby. Sorry, J.K. Scott. Anyways, now that we've covered all that, let's just go right to it. Let's look at the Packers predictions for the Bears. Packers versus Bears. Week 1, Sunday Night Football. Season 100. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Who's going to do what? So before we get to the actual final score, let's look at each individual performance for the Packers. We're not going to really talk about individual performances for our opponents this year. Maybe... Uh, maybe later down the road, we will be doing that kind of thing as well. But right now, we're just going to look at individual performances for Packers. Okay, so first of all, Aaron Rodgers. I feel like actually after posting this prediction, I feel like I shot a little low on his yardage here for this. But I'm going with Aaron Rodgers exceeding 250 yards. So he's going to hit at least 250 yards. Um. I do feel that's a little low. I feel like he could exceed 300 for sure. So if he, but if he goes over 300, we stick technically are still right because we're saying he's hitting 250 or more. So what did Twitter fans have to say about that? Who voted? We had uh, them say that uh, Rogers would also hit the over at 85 percent of the voters, saying that Rogers would take the over. So that means 50 percent were being very negative. Now I do believe I have a Bears fan or a uh, Vikings fan or two 
and a Lions fan, actually. I think I have at least one of each, now I think about it. Um, following the, the uh, Twitter there. Uh, so it's possible that that could have been those guys saying under. But 85% taking the over on Aaron Rodgers getting 250 yards passing on Sunday night. Then I have Aaron Rodgers throwing for four touchdowns. At first, I was I was very excited. I was very confident, as I should say, that that would be the case for Aaron Rodgers. And then the Khalil Mack trade got talked up. It had already happened before I posted these predictions, but the Khalil Mack trade came along and was being hyped up so much, and the Bears' defense has been hyped up so much. Oh, it has a possibility of being a top-five defense. Well, I don't think... Khalil Mack's going to make that much of an effect on this first game. He's only going to get a limited number of snaps. He's not going to be out there as much as he normally would if he had been at practice, at training camp, during the preseason games. So he's not going to do cause that much of an effect. And we know that Aaron Rodgers tends to light up the Bears. We know that the Packers beat the Bears with Brett Hundley. And this is pretty much the same Bears defense with the exception of a couple guys, including Mac. So I actually back to being confident that Aaron Rodgers can get four touchdowns. Very, very confident in that. Okay, so that's Aaron Rodgers throwing 250 yards and four touchdowns. Um, now, I put the over-under for this at three and a half touchdowns for the Twitter poll. And 59% took the under. 59% disagreed with me. I can't believe it. But they disagreed. And we'll see. And hopefully all those Packer fans that voted for the under are dead wrong. All right. Now let's look at what we have for Jamal Williams. I have him being doing the most damage with the running backs. And so uh, I have him actually taking the over on 100 yards. I think that the Packers will be able to run on the Bears. They don't have that great of a defensive line. Khalil Mack, again, is not going to be that effective as far as um, number of plays is going to be in there for. I think that uh, they'll be able to open up and they're going to open up focusing on the running game. So I think he can exceed 100 yards. Twitter voters, they said that Jamal Williams would take the under there, that he would not get... 100 yards, he'd finish under 100 yards rushing at 71% of the votes saying that. Um, so then I have Williams getting at least just one rushing touchdown. Just one rushing touchdown. And 77% of Twitter voters said that he would get one rushing touchdown. 16% actually said no, he would not. And then 7% said that uh, time, excuse me, Ty Montgomery would get that uh rushing touchdown, and Williams would not. I could see uh, Ty Montgomery snagging maybe a goal line carry instead of Jamal Williams. Uh, so we'll just have to wait and see or if Williams can break a little bit longer of one. So then moving on to Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, I have him with the over-under of 80 yards. I think I sh I feel like I should have put that um, at around 100 yards. Uh because I feel like 80 is a little conservative, not that bold. But 80 is what we went with on the predictions so, that I have uh, recorded already uh, on the Twitter 
polls. So we'll take Adams at 80 yards receiving. And the Twitter easily took the over on this by 87% saying Adams would finish over 80 yards on Sunday night. And then um, I have Devontae Adams uh, only getting one receiving touchdown. Uh, again, not that bold. Some people might go more. And actually, the Twitter poll took the over on that with 74% taking the over. Then I have Jimmy Graham up next. I have Jimmy Graham uh, with his prediction for Sunday night against the Bears. I have him actually getting two touchdowns. Hauling in two receiving touchdowns from Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, most likely those are going to be goal line uh, receptions in the in the end zone there. So uh, I put the Twitter poll, the over-under at one and a half touchdowns, and 52% took the over. And so 48% said under. So very close poll there. Uh, so most likely they're agreeing with me that we're going to either get two touchdowns with Jimmy or just one. So... I have him getting two, so watch for that. Watch for the Aaron Rodgers-Jimmy Graham connection to light it up from the start of the season. Then I also uh, asked this Twitter question. Since I have Aaron Rodgers throwing four touchdowns, uh, I asked the question, uh, who gets the fourth receiving touchdown? And uh, the options were Cobb, Allison, Kumaro, and other. I just decided to throw Kumaro in there for fun to include all the Kumaro truthers. And so um, now on the, on the other, that received some votes. But again, nobody commented for that one. So I don't know who they were talking about. But uh, so Cobb won the poll vote, though, with 38% saying that Cobb would get Aaron Rodgers' fourth touchdown pass. Allison came in at 29%. Kumaro got 5% of the vote, and the other got 28%. Now, the other, I could see that being uh, Mercedes Lewis in, on a goal line situation. I could see that being uh, Jamal Williams or Ty Montgomery out of the backfield getting a receiving touchdown. Um, who knows? Maybe Tanya gets in there and gets a, gets a, a goal line reception, uh, goal line snap and uh, snags that touchdown. Or it could be uh, somebody else. It could be one of the rookies. Um, so we'll just have to wait and see if Rodgers does indeed get four touchdowns, who that fourth one goes to. Or maybe it goes to Devontae Adams, and Devontae Adams snacks two touchdowns, and, and Graham snacks two touchdowns. I wouldn't complain either way, uh, especially since I do have Graham in one of my fantasy leagues. So if he gets two, I'll be, I'll be very happy with that. All right, moving on. Over to the defense now. I just generally have a a prediction for the defense here. N not necessarily one specific player, what they're going to do. Um, so I have the defense recording three sacks and three turnovers. I just feel like uh, the possibility of them getting those turnovers are very likely. And, um, and after hearing reports of... Mitch Trubisky and his center struggling with snaps and hearing that report uh, from the Pack-A-Day podcast. I'll, I'll just uh, throw that in there um, free of charge. Uh, heard that this morning. So I would say that I have it down as being two interceptions and one fumble recovery. 
And again, Mr. Trubisky, he's going to make mistakes. He's still young. So it's very likely that he's going to throw an interception or two. I put it at two interceptions and three sacks. It's very likely that the Packers can get three sacks. Uh, Kyle Long's not looking that strong yet. He's still trying to recover from injury. Uh, and then they've got some uncertainty in other spots. So, And then again, Mr. Trubisky's decision-making and, and holding the ball too long is a possibility there as well. So look for Clay Matthews maybe to get that sack. Maybe Reggie Gilbert, maybe Mike Daniels. Montrevious Adams would be a nice one to see him snag his first, not his first, but uh, his first this year, of course. Um, He did record some sack or two last year um, and the final game of last season. So, but uh, look for him to to do some work there. And then, uh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Reggie Gilbert. Actually, Reggie Gilbert recorded a sack or two in the final game of last season. I'm sure Montrevious Adams did, though, as well. I just don't have those numbers right in front of me. So three sacks, two interceptions, one fumble recovery, three turnovers, three sacks for the defense. I asked Twitter if the defense. I put the over-under at two and a half sacks, and uh, the the uh, Twitter voters took 57%, took the over. And so uh, we'll look to see if the Packers can really get some pressure on Trubisky and even if they're not getting to the ball, they'll force these turnovers that we need. Um, and so the defense, I put the Twitter vote at the over-under at one and a half interceptions. And 52% took the under. So not very many people feeling too confident in our sec- new secondary's uh, ability to intercept. Or maybe they have a lot of confidence in Mitch Trubisky. I'm not really sure why. But I really do think it's possible that we go over one and a half interceptions to get those two at least i've heard some people even say three it's possible all right and then defense recovers one fumble i have an over an under and a yes option right on the money option basically and uh in that twitter vote nobody took the over it was zero percent took the over and then 64 percent took said yes we'll get one fumble and 36 percent took the under all right, yeah, if you will, please excuse the train noises in the background. I live right next to the tracks, and there's literally no place where there is a soundproof room to avoid those noises. So please excuse those. Um, all right, uh, so that's the defense, uh, except for I have one other thing here. How about this one? I call it bold and bright. And one specific player is I have Jai Alexander recording his first career interception so it would be really awesome if he could take that to the house um i don't really think he'll do that with this one but i think he'll record his first interception i think he has uh more likely opportunity at this point from what we've seen uh to be on the field more often than josh jackson uh the fact that he's going to play more in the slot and uh in the nickel um package uh so Look for him to do that. And maybe Josh Jackson, though, does too. Maybe he gets that second interception that we're predicting the Packers are going to get. So uh, just look out for that. All right. So then moving on to the final score, the moment you've been waiting for. The final score prediction. I have the Packers against the Bears. Final score, 35-21 Packers. That's actually... One of the highest scoring predictions I've seen for this game by just about anybody. 
whether they've been a Packer fan or not. So uh, 35 to 21. Obviously, the math. If you do the math there, I have Rodgers getting four touchdowns, Jamal Williams getting a rushing touchdown. That's five touchdowns. Five times seven, 35. So that basically means I have uh, no field goal attempts by, or at least no uh, successful field goal attempts by Mason Crosby with that score uh, and those uh, points coming together. So that's possible that it could be. Um, a little odd numbered as far as like th- it could be 38. Maybe Packers come short on one of those touchdowns that I've predicted and they get, what would that be, uh, 31 points. So we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, 35 to 21. Now I'm going to just uh, name off a couple of the I had you guys uh, on the Twitter poll. First of all, do the Packers win the Twitter poll? 89% said yes, 11% said no. So those must be those um, NFC North Division rivals that follow our podcast here on Twitter that uh, voted no. Or you guys are just really, uh, 11 percenters are just negative guys. Either way. All right, so I asked uh, then for some of you guys to comment and uh, make your Packer predictions for the score. Uh, so I'll mention at Bob Bruce predicted that the Packers would uh, beat the Bears 38-21. to 21. So his is actually a little bit higher. Maybe he's throwing in the fact that Mason Crosby will get in a um, get in a field goal. Then uh, at Gunslinger Monty predicted, and this is, I like this one, uh, Packers 17, Bears 0. So I like that one because it's got the, Bear, or the, the Bears getting shut out and the Packers defense playing just um they would have to play amazing that would be awesome uh another one actually that shows good uh, defense by the Packers and better offense is at jesse h underscore 19 said that the packers would win 28 to 3 so again another defensive great defensive game and then here's one other one uh by uh at p degrave 628 he uh, had the Packers winning 38 to 27. And so, uh, that also is actually a little higher scoring on both sides than I have. Obviously, maybe putting in a field goal for Mason Crosby and then another two field goals, maybe for the Bears offense than what I have. So, those are your bold predictions for the Packers versus Bears 100 season week one results. So, I just got word before I started recording this podcast episode that we are officially on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, we're on Stitcher now, and of course SoundCloud. And pretty soon we are still waiting approval and pending on the Google Play podcast, so keep your eye out for that. So then you can also follow us again on Twitter at 12 Hail Mary, and be sure to check us out next week when we cover the results of these predictions, and then look forward to week two. And I'm going to try to get these podcasts out typically on Thursdays. That way gives us time to put the polls out there on Twitter on maybe Tuesday morning and have them all the way up uh, open until Wednesday, right up until it's time to record. And then we'll release the episode on Thursday. So that's kind of how the format's going to go. That's the plan anyway, unless life just gets in the way. So until next time, remember, as always, go Pack Go! And the Bears still suck. And there 
is your dagger!